All right, welcome back. Ross Tucker is brought to you by First Trust Bank, the official bank of the Philadelphia Eagles, on the line. Now, he is not on our normal setup here because he is in Arizona, where it is extremely early. Ross, thank you so much for getting up today. Of course, Angel. I wouldn't miss this. We've been doing this all year, man. Can't stop now. All right, describe the scene you're in in Arizona right now. Well, the scene I'm in right now is my hotel room. It's 5 a.m. out here. You mean just in general? <laughs> yeah, I mean when you arrive, the Eagle fans, the atmosphere. Yeah, you know what's interesting, Angelo? Because last night I was at the opening night deal, and I was a little surprised. There were definitely more Chiefs fans ah! at that opening night thing last night than there were Eagles fans. I don't really know why that is. I mean... Maybe it's because they are closer to here or what the deal is. But um, definitely a lot more Chiefs fans last night than there were Eagles fans. All right. Well, we are believing that later in the week. See, it's like 1000 bucks a night for a hotel room. So they're going to start. The influx for the Eagle fans, we believe, Ross, will be Thursday, Friday. That's where you're going to see an unbelievable green wave arrive from our city. And it's going to change the whole atmosphere there. But I want to talk to you about... First timers. Nick Sirianni has never been a coach in the Super Bowl. He seemed to be acquitting himself very well last night. What was it like? Take me through Nick and how he was responding, knowing that two years ago he couldn't even hold a news conference on on Zoom. Well, that's an interesting point. Um, And I think we've all learned a bunch of lessons as far as that's concerned in terms of introductory press conferences. The one thing that I noticed last night, Angelo, it did seem like um, when they took the stage and just in some of their answers, and Sirianni included, it did seem like the Eagles um, are, are, are a little more serious than the Chiefs are out here. And maybe it's because a lot of these Chiefs players were here a couple years ago or whatever, but um, the Chiefs players, you know, were kind of playing to the crowd you know, Mahomes and Frank Clark were having their ear to the crowd, and they were really kind of soaking it in and enjoying every second of it. The Eagles, led by Sirianni for sure, seem much more businesslike. You know, even the coaches' questions, Andy Reid's talking about food and, you know, his favorite things to eat out here. Wow. And Sirianni has been right down the middle. I mean, Sirianni just seems absolutely laser-focused. I mean... A guy I know tried to ask him if it was a must-win game, and he was joking around, and Sirianni wasn't having anything of it. He just said, yeah, and moved on to the next guy. All right, so this guy, because I have a whole bunch of audio of people asking if it was a must-win. This guy's goofing. Is he a weirdo? What's the story of this guy asking that dumbass question? No, his name is is Dave Damashek. He's a buddy of mine. He's a Pittsburgh guy. And he asks it every year at the Super Bowl. Yeah. And it's funny because every year it gets picked up by all these different outlets and it becomes a big thing. It's a joke. The guy's like, right. um, he used to be a comedian or a comic writer. So it's a joke. But Sirianni, I mean, Sirianni was, I think maybe he was ready for it because he wasn't having anything of it. All right. Well, here's the thing now. I, I love what he was saying about the city. And here's an example of where he was talking about how thrilled he is to bring his children up in our city. Listen to this. We want to be able to put our 
you know, our talents on display. And we're able to do that in the greatest sports town in America. I was able to go to a couple of Phillies games. I didn't get to go to the World Series, but a couple playoff games. And I just love the fact that my kids are growing up in such a great sports town where football means so much because football means so much to me. That's singing my tune, Ross. I love that. I love the way he is connected with this city. He has done it as well or better than any other coach in my time here. Totally agree. I think that's awesome. Listen, you know, I loved growing up around here. I think everybody loves growing up around here. And that's something that people obviously take very seriously. He's got three kids. He wants them to grow up in a certain environment. We know how much he loves sports. I've loved from the start, Angelo, how he's always supporting his players by wearing their T-shirts with their causes and stuff. He's been very clear about supporting the other teams like the Phillies and the Sixers. You know, some guys, when they come here, Angelo, it, it looks like they don't even know the rest of the city exists. Other guys kind of fake it. You know, they act like they want the other teams to win, but they really don't. He's just going all in. That's yeah. the thing I love the most about him. He is a authentic, passionate guy, and I think he plans on living here for a long time, and he wants to embrace every aspect of it, and I agree with him. I mean, how sad would it be if we grew up in one of these lame towns where they don't really care about sports like we do? Well, you'd have to move. I did grow up in a lame town that didn't really care about sports in Providence, Rhode Island, and I got the hell out of it. All right, Ross, let me get to the key thing, and it's right in your wheelhouse. True or false, the biggest strength of the Philadelphia Eagles in this Super Bowl is their offensive line. Absolutely true. And I went over this this week already on on the Ross Tucker podcast with some guys that are line experts. Here's the thing, Angelo, to, to watch. I think the Chiefs' defensive line is pretty good, but their depth is not nearly what the Eagles is. So what does that mean? I think the Eagles can wear them down, Angelo. I think over the course of the game and over some of these long drives when Chris Jones gets tired and he needs a breather, when they bring in backups, it's not like bringing in Linval Joseph or Sue or the guys the Eagles bring in. The backups for the Chiefs are a big drop-off. So I know we all want you know, the big plays to A.J. Brown or Devontae Smith, But I really do think the Eagles can wear down the Chiefs up front. So it might not happen right away. It might not happen on the first drive. But if the Eagles just keep pounding them, they simply don't have the bodies. I mean, Angelo, Ndamukong Sue is the highest-paid defensive player ever. He's third string for the Eagles. Robert Quinn had 18-and-a-half sacks last year. He's third string for the Eagles. I mean, the Chiefs don't even have backups that are as good as Sue and Quinn. I love it. All right, let me get to my big concern, though, because the one way you can neutralize a great offensive line is if you have a ref like Carl Cheffers who's flag-happy, right? Do you, as an offensive lineman yourself, Ross, how do you test that early on to see how much latitude you're going to get and where your hands are in blocking your opponent? Well, you try not to, right? So you, you try to not give the ref any chance to call it. You try to be as legal and as clean as possible. But then over the course of the first half, you kind of get a feel for what they're calling, what they're not calling. I find it fascinating, Angelo, 
that the guy that calls the most flags had the highest rating yeah. and made the Super Bowl? So is the NFL telling us this is what they want? Like the guy that calls the most flags gets the best rating among his peers and gets to do the Super Bowl? That is bizarre to me. Yeah. If I was commissioner of a league, the guy that called the most penalties, he would be ranked last for me. Absolutely. He would be ranked real low because people don't come or watch TV or pay for penalties. I agree 100%. I'm concerned about that. Ross Tucker, who's holding a parade? Kansas City or Philadelphia? Listen, I think that the Chiefs have the best player in the world. His name is Patrick Mahomes. He's fantastic. Guess what, though? Look at the Super Bowl over the last 10, 20 years. A lot of times that best player, a lot of times that MVP, they don't win the whole thing. The best team wins the whole thing. And the Philadelphia Eagles have the best team in the NFL this year, the best team in franchise history. And after they win this team, it'll be talked about as being one of the best teams in the history of the sport. 27 to 24 birds. Ross Tucker dazzles as always, Ross. We love you, man. Enjoy Arizona.